This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 474 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. This week with Mark Hellis and Aubrey away on assignment, we've got some special guests helping us out from the SWO Productions and the Stu World Order Podcast. Stu! Hey, I believe you will find this is episode 474.1. Part one, that's right. <laughs> and from the Popperism Power Podcast, Anna! Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to So Is a Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the movie Bottoms. But before we get into that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Uh, Anna, tell us once again how you're doing this week. Um, for the listeners, we did about 10 minutes of the show before I remembered I hadn't hit record. This is why we need Mark here every week, but we're going to soldier on. Anna, how are <laughs> I you? I did that. Welcome um, to the I, show. Welcome back to the show for the third time. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I, I am good. I'm a little tired. Just got off work. Um, it's a very muggy day in SoCal. Not used to having weather. So it's been a learning we, curve for me. You guys have weather, right? <laughs> Not this type of weather, right? I mean, it's either sunny or cold. Like, we just don't have seasons. And now we're starting to experience somewhat season. So it's really hard for San Diego people to adjust. <laughs> As someone who lives in the Northeast, uh, could you define cold for me? Well, okay. So it's probably <laughs> like a nice warm day for you. But here, <laughs> it's like, you know, getting the coats on, the beanie, the scarf, the mittens. And it's probably like. 60 degrees out there Ooh. yeah i'm like <laughs> well terrible it's, it's, once the winter is starting to wind down it's like oh shit it's 40 degrees out let me get the shorts out you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no here it's like we're playing, playing. <laughs> awesome <laughs> Stu, welcome back to the show the man of many controversial opinions uh how are you i am doing well today i uh it is not cold here it's not cold at all i was out i got some ice cream at dairy queen and yeah i also uh living in pittsburgh 60 degrees as a cold day wearing your beanie and your jacket that sounds delightful to me but i get it i get it if you're not used to it i'm not going to tease you about it that that would be rough if you're not used to 60. understood well myself uh you know i'm doing pretty awesome you know this week markellis is off at dragon con um he's not going to probably tell us anything about it we'll try our best next week to get some news out of him from what he did but he's a very private and a very passionate man so unfortunately he's not going to let us know what type of crazy parties he was at until all hours of the day um he hasn't texted me yet at 4 30 in the morning to tell me he's just heading out to a party so maybe he's calmed down a little bit this year we'll see uh, Aubrey's off to Seattle, Washington for some sort of Nintendo event. Couldn't tell you what it is, but she won tickets to it online and said, shit, I got to go to Seattle now. So, uh, she's on her way, you know, for me, just rock and rolling, trying to fit every goddamn thing I can in today. Uh, 
it's my day off, but I'm also working at my second job and I had to run an errand this morning, go to the movies and record and do some stuff around the house. So yeah. I feel like it's my day off. I have to go to work later. I feel like you don't understand what the words day off mean. <laughs> hey, man, pod before life. It's very important out there. Got to gotta get that out there. You know how it is. You know, no weeks off sucking a dick around here sometimes. But, um, uh, you know, enough about us. You know, why don't we just talk a little bit more about us and uh, let's hear where we can find more. So is a podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, T-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent Soul Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find Soul Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and The Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests. You have to do a Google Calendar. And then you build a following. It takes a long time. And I've been working on it for a while. Okay? All right, guys. We are back. And it is time for our review of the new movie, Bottoms. This is a comedy starring Rachel Sinnott from the director of Shiva baby that I can't remember the name of the director. I'm sorry. I don't have it in front of me. I was really excited about this. So Seligman. Gonna... what's her there first name? Last name Seligman. I forget her first name. Is it Ooh. Emma? Wow. We'll go with Emma. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, uh, last name's definitely Seligman. I remember yeah. Emma, that. you got it right. All right. So, Emma. Yeah. Emma also a great movie starring Anya Taylor joy and, <laughs> my God. and your favorite Stu. <laughs> oh, Mia Goth. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, what we're going to do, as always, we're going to start non-spoiler. We're going to talk a little bit about our trips to the movies. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we thought about the movie without spoiling anything. So if you haven't seen it, you'll at least know what we thought. The rest of you can stick around after we drop the sound drop as we get deeper into the movie and spoil things. But to get started, had you ever heard of this movie before, Anna? No, I have, I had not, and I can't believe I did it. But um, when you asked if anybody could watch it, um, as soon as I started watching the trailer, ten seconds in, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Um, I really enjoy the actress that's in the bear, and she's in this movie as well. Um, so I'm like, I'm in, I'm all in, I'm gonna watch the movie. I'm gonna help you review it. Awesome, thank you very much, uh, Stu. What about you? 
Yeah, I remember seeing trailers for this. I thought it looked really good. I'm a fan of Rachel Sennett dating back to Bodies, Bodies, Bodies last year. So I thought this looked pretty funny. I was excited to see it. I took my wife to see it last night. She had never heard of it. And to her credit, leaving the movie, we'll have to talk about this. She was like, why was it called Bottoms? Oh, she boy. said, going into it, I just thought it was going to be about a bunch of gay guys. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, we have to do this on the show. My 2022 Woman Crush of the Year, Rachel Sinnott, in a movie about high school girls starting a fight club, it's just like made for me. Like, put it in my fucking veins. Um, so I was like, we have to see this. But then I'm like, okay, well, it, we're, when, I, I'm insane and I make the schedule for the podcast like six months out. Stu records six months out. <laughs> I at least have the schedule done six months out. So I know like what day... I have to, we're recording and what day I have to go to see this movie this weekend, this movie this weekend. I have to watch, like, for example, next week we're going to do this is a little spoiler here for the end of the show. Uh, we're going to do one piece next week. So I know I have to watch one piece before we record. So just to keep my life organized. Um, and I'm like, it's getting closer and closer. I'm like, when does this movie fucking come out? And I'm like, oh, okay, it comes out this day. And it's like limited release. I'm like, ah, oh, what? And it was last week, I think it was only in like New York and Los Angeles. And then this week it expanded to 700 theaters. So I'm like, oh shit. Before Aubrey knew she wasn't going to be here, I'm like, is this playing anywhere near you? She lives in Virginia. So like there's like banjos playing like while she's driving <laughs> to the movie theater or something. And she's like, yeah, it's like an hour and 20 minutes away in each direction. I'm like, all right, well, you're not going to be on the show either way at this point. So it was just like I, everybody. I was like, all right, who can I ask to be on the show? I'm like, all right, Anna, is this playing anywhere near you? And you're like, Thank yes. God it is. <laughs> right. And the same thing is too. Um, and, and somehow it was playing near me. So thank God. Limited release. So I can hear the downloads dying as we're recording. But, um, you know, hopefully you might uh, listen to what we have to say. And then maybe you'll check it out yourself. So we'll get started with our trip to the movie theater. Uh, Anna, how was your trip to the movie theater? Honestly, it was really good. Um, there were no issues. I feel like the the people that were watching it with us, um, I don't think they had, they lacked like humor because they weren't laughing as much as I was. So I was just like, really, you guys? And my friend was like, yeah, I think it fell flat. And I'm like, you are not allowed to go to the movies with me anymore because you have no humor in you. Um, and I feel like the person in front of me um, maybe she didn't like that I laughed a lot because she kept looking back, but I'm like, swear I wasn't being obnoxious. I just thought it was funny. So I was going to laugh when the funny parts happened. So aside from the people lacking humor, everything else went well. Um, I had I had fun. I was all there for the vibes. So I was vibing. <laughs> awesome. And nobody was talking or taking flash photography, scrolling on TikTok, nothing like that. None of that. I was so surprised because the, sh the 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 theater was pretty that was really full. There were only like two seats empty and stuff. So I was like ready for kind of like what happened when I went to go see Barbie. So I was just on edge. But nope, we were all super respectful. It was a really, really good crowd of people, except they just don't know how to laugh. You're ready to throw hands, though. Your Barbie experience yeah. has got you like ready to rock and roll anytime you go to the movies now. Oh, yeah, that was I never want to experience that again. So, do you do stretches in the parking lot first in case you have <laughs> yeah, to get in a fight? Yeah. Uh, get ready. You want to get taken <laughs> outside? Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. What about you, Stu? You said you brought your wife with you. 
It was really good. Uh, it was also a very full theater. We got tickets a little bit later in the day than I usually do. So we were not on like the little floor seats in the very front, but we were like in the, the first row of the rising rows. So we were a little bit more forward than I'm used to being. You uh, stole the handicap seats? Is that what you did? No, 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 not handicap. They were behind a rail and hard to get to and everything, but they were just the, uh, the front row seats. And yeah, very full theater, a lot of people there. And I had the very opposite experience, probably the second best theater experience I've had all year because this movie hit real hard in my theater. I think every single joke in this movie, whether I thought they were all funny or not, I laughed a lot in this movie, but every single joke in this movie, somebody in the theater was laughing at. They were very engaged in this movie, had a good time. No, uh, because I was so forward, if anybody was on their phone or anything, I guess I just didn't see it, but there wasn't any noise aside from people laughing, nobody being obnoxious. I was the only one who got up because I had to pee at one point. Nobody else was getting up and walking around, but I had a whole icy man. It's, it's hard. I have the bladder of a child. I had an icy, it's a problem, (laughs) but, uh, no, really good theater experience. Uh, probably not as good as the blackening earlier this year, which I think was my best theater experience. Cause man, that, that theater was into that movie, but, uh, second best, everyone was, was very happy with it. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, I went to the movies today as we record this, I went this morning, um, just to be able to fit in, you know, the, the screening of the movie, as we know, pod before life. Um, I went at 10 30 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> i got up i went to uh ocean state job lot because I, r- I had to pick up some stuff for my wife do they have ocean state job lot where you guys are do you guys even any idea what that is i've never heard of it i thought you said you went to ocean city uh, no. <laughs> no ocean city no shell city uh it's like a weird discount store they have around here and maybe it's only in massachusetts i don't know but you can get like spices for cooking like really cheap so i had a whole list i had to go and pick out and then you get there and there's this giant wall and they're all like numbered and there's a big sign up top that's like garlic 47 and then you go there to number 47 and that's where the garlic is um so i had to get all that stuff to this morning it wasn't tough or anything it's not like it was put out or anything but i would make sure i got there but then i had to get there in time for them to be open but i also had enough time to get to the movies before it started and i did and there was nobody at the movie theater it was like completely empty parking lot um i go in I'm like, all right, I want to grab a soda, I get in line. And I really appreciated the person at the counter was giving like amazing customer service, but they were like, it, which I've never even seen before at the movie theater, like a level that you're not used to at shitty movie theater. And you're like, wow, good for this person, but also bad for this person because I'm two people away from the counter and this is taking forever. Like for the love of Christ, like I, I really appreciate you like with your one-on-one with your customers and stuff, but for the love of God, can we please just move it along? Cause I need to get a soda and get in the movie theater. And eventually I got my soda went in. There was no one there. It was just me. I was the only person in the movie theater sat oh, down. That's always been my dream. Oh, two weeks ago for blue beetle. I was the only person oh, who actually wow. filmed a TikTok while I was in the theater during the pre-show <laughs> talking about how there was no one in the theater. And then people TikTok were commenting, you talking to Maria Menounos. <laughs> There, there were people talking or uh, commenting on it being like, oh, stop filming. Like I, I clearly stated in the comments that there, this is the pre-show. Like I, you know, I have to watch the movie for the podcast. I'm not like filming TikToks in there. There was no one there. It was just me. And, and there was no newbie playing. So I was just like thrown off. It was just a black screen. 
and I was freaking out because hmm. I'm like, what the hell? No Maria Menounos today. I was very upset. Thankfully, they got rid of the girl talking about Blue Beetle. Do you have this in your movie theater, either of you? Not newbie. We have um, it's called Front and Center for AMC, yeah. but it's like the pre-show role with all the has trivia and people talking and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so you guys don't have newbie? Okay, because uh -oh. then they, they had. I think we have newbie, but I also get there right during the trailers because you're I'm... you're a normal human being that like. <laughs> you know... I I don't I well first of all I don't consent to watching two horror trailers in a row so if i can avoid them i'll avoid them and so i just show up like halfway through and i'm like <laughs> you know my seat is is reserved i'm okay i you know and after you go to the movies like three times a week you see the same trailer so it's like all right I've yes seen enough, so yep. I, need to stop. <laughs> I, I feel that i feel that um you know i i go to the movies like 46 times a year i don't think i can handle mm -hmm. um gran turismo trailer anymore in my life oh yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> this really happened based on a true story. And then the trailer plays the same goddamn one every time. It's like Gran Turismo based on a true story. Like, is it based on a true story? I'm not really sure. Can you tell me one more time? Thank you. It's a, it's an awful trailer and it's so long. Yeah. Anyway, regardless. Because really... there's like a little interview regardless. segment. Then there's the trailer. It takes right. so yes. long. I remember that. Yeah. Finally, Nuvi kicked in, but it was only like two segments. So it was really weird. Finally, in the middle of the trailers, uh, one girl walked in just by herself, sat in the same row as me, but like halfway down. So it was just me and one other person in the in the movie theater completely. But then why did they sit in the same row? Like, that's what was freaking me out. You know, they could have sat somewhere else. Right. They could have sat yeah. anywhere else in the, in the theater, but she sat in the same row as me. So that was kind of freaking me out. But uh, do you guys have the assigned seating? Like, do you yeah. pick your seat? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So she picked a seat, like seeing someone was already there. She was like, yes, that is the row I need to sit in. I mean, to be fair to her, she was the only other person in the theater and she was dead center. So oh, okay. maybe she's just like, I'm sitting there. Fuck that guy. You know, like, <laughs> um, but it's, it, and I sit all the way. This is like our bad habit is we sit like one row from the top all the way at the end. And that's because when I started taking the kids to the movies all the time, if they had to go to the bathroom or something when they were younger, uh, I didn't want to interrupt other people. I was like being cognizant oh, yeah. of other people, you know, because sometimes my son would have to go to the bathroom like 15 times during like minions or something. So like, so to be respectful of other people, but so that's, those are our seats. That's where we sit. And uh, I don't know. I guess she just wanted to sit in the same row as me, but yeah, the funny thing is like, we both laughed throughout the whole movie. I was like cackling at times. And we were both just laughing our asses off through the whole movie, but we didn't like acknowledge each other because that would have been weird. But yeah, it, it was it was a weird, <laughs> weird experience there with just one other person in the theater. But sounds like we did OK at the theater. What did we think of the movie? Stu, non-spoiler. Non what did you think? What did you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really thought this was a lot of fun. I had a really good time watching it. It is... I'm at the point where I'm keeping track of all of my new releases this year. I'm trying to see a hundred movies that were released this year by the end of the year. And not this just, was, not just new to you, but they not just new to me. Movies in that, 2023. Yeah. That came out this year, mass release this year. Cause some of them letterboxed are like, Oh, it came out last year. It's like, yeah, I can't go to a festival in like yeah, Congo. So I wasn't one of the three people that saw this movie last right, year. Like they did that when uh psycho Gorman came out. Cause some yeah. people were trying to argue it was like a 2000, 
I don't even remember what fucking year it was like 19 movie because it, it was at one festival in Canada yeah. in 2019. Like that is, doesn't count. Come on. No, no. It mass released this year. So I've seen 74 so far. I have this one listed as my 13th of the year. So it's pretty high up there. Oh. I, I definitely had a good time with it. Uh, Rachel Senate, as funny as I expected her to be. Io at a beery. I hope I'm saying her name right. I know. Uh, I'm yeah also a uh, very funny in this movie i i just i really had a good time with it and it feels like with the exception of blockers which came out like what five or six years ago the teen sex comedy was dead for like what the last yeah. 20 years and i wonder if this movie does well because ann and i both had pretty full theaters so maybe it'll uh you know come in over expectations you know, maybe we'll see a revival in that genre. And that would be interesting because it would be a lot different now because you mm -hmm. watch those teen sex comedies from the early 2000s and it's all gay panic humor. <laughs> and thankfully, we're not doing that anymore. So if the genre does make something of a comeback, maybe it'll be a little bit better off. Yeah, if you ever want to be really uncomfortable with uh, current year sensibilities, watch the first Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and then get God. back to me. Ooh, yeah. Boy. yeah, that not, movie's rough. Not only is it like hellaciously inappropriate, and I watched it when I was like five, but like, ooh, there's a lot in there where you're like, oh, that's not really appropriate. Is that <laughs> the one? Is that the one that has like the the rape via deception, or is that one of the sequels? Uh, well, this one they like hide cameras in the girls' sororities and like film them like naked and stuff okay. it's just oh boy yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> yeah i remember one of them like the main character pretends to be the girl's boyfriend to have sex with her and that's like... uh 16 candles when he puts his drunk girlfriend in the car with uh anthony michael is it anthony michael hall i don't remember mm -hmm. oh, the kid is like here have that. fun <laughs> it's like oh, oh jesus god. oh god that didn't age well either no. <laughs> oh god Anyway, well, that's awesome. Uh, Anna, what about you? I had a lot of fun with this movie. Oh, my gosh. I am, you know, normally I'm like, I was I was afraid it's going to lean towards too much vulgarity and raunchiness because sometimes I'm like, I have a boundary. But no, it was perfectly done. I had so much fun. And I loved everyone in the movie. Like, I'm a fan of everyone. It felt really diverse. It just, it, it. It, I had just, I was vibing the whole time, like I said. I was there for a good time, and I left having a good time. And I feel sorry for everyone who didn't laugh. They're stupid. But <laughs> I'm just like, this is my new favorite movie of the year. Like, this is a top high one, because it was just a great movie. I had a really good time, and I'm a fan of everyone now. So. <laughs> Awesome. I'm in. And awesome. the girls were really pretty. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are really pretty, but like, wow. I was really impressed with um Kaya Gerber girl. Cause I'm like, oh great, another Nepo baby. But I was actually kind of impressed with her. So I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm here for it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I hated this movie. Um, I didn't like it at all. It's the worst movie I've seen this year. I'm I'm fucking kidding, guys. This movie <laughs> How dare <was> you? <laughs> amazing. This was I'll, I'll I'll get a little deeper on that when we give a score, but uh I, I'm right up there with Anna uh where I'm ranking this movie year to date. And uh I gotta tell you, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was just a blast. I was blown away. I was expecting to like it, but I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. 
it's kind of like South Park meets Mean Girls meets like just a lot of things that I love kind of mashed together. It has a really sharp sense of humor and it just was really funny. It was so funny. Every five minutes I was just cackling at stuff and I can't go into it right now because we're not in spoilers, but uh, I can't recommend this enough. If you watch, I would like watch just half the trailer. Like don't watch the whole trailer. Cause I, I never watch the whole trailers. I don't want to spoil anything. Don't spoil like any of the jokes in the movie for yourself, but like watch like the first, like, 30 seconds or something of the one of the trailers and if you're like oh that looks like i might like it you're gonna love it like it, it was just perfect it was perfect it, it's it's really good <laughs> uh so i think we've got three thumbs up from all of us oh Stu, before we uh before we reveal our uh spoilers and stuff did your wife like it yeah yeah she definitely did she's she doesn't really understand scoring and rating and talking about movies. She just pretty much reviews all movies on a pass fail system and yeah. 90% of movies are a pass for her. She's like, if I had a good time watching it, it's great. But like, if you give her five movies that she enjoys and say like, Hey, top to bottom, how would you rate these? She just looks at you like, like you're an idiot. And is like, I don't know. I like them all. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Well, that, that works. That works. Yeah. That works. <laughs> yeah. Or, or my wife. Yeah. Um, so, Sounds like we all liked it. Thinks you should. I think you should go check it out. Uh, like I said earlier, it's playing in like mm. 700 theaters. Hopefully it goes wide. Like I said, I agree with Stu. It'd be great if this made like $100 million. I don't think that's going to happen. But eventually we'll hit streaming somewhere and you can check it out there as well. Uh, I will be keeping my eyes peeled for that Vinegar Syndrome uh, Expensive Collector's Edition Blu-ray at some point. But uh, check it out. And if you've seen it or you just don't care, stick around because we're about to spoil Bottoms. And we're not allowed to talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it with spoilers. We're going to start with things that we liked about this movie. Stu, give us some things that you liked about Bottoms. I kind of gave this way... Uh, gave this away a little bit earlier. Rachel Sennett, I think, for as much of a star turn as she made <laughs> in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies as kind of a supporting actress, boy, she shows that she's leading, la uh, leading lady material here. She's hilarious. I would drink and... her bath water. So. <laughs> <laughs> Given that she co-wrote it and co-produced it, she clearly gave herself like the... Uh, the funnier character of the two leads of, of PJ and Josie. She's the PJ character. She's the character who's very rambunctious, very frantic, talks without thinking what she's going to say, and it just leads to pretty much nonstop hilarity from her. So, yeah, I mean, between these last two efforts of hers, I'm going to watch anything she comes out in. She's tremendous and hilarious. And the other big thing I liked is... And I could see this being a miss with people. I could see this being something other people don't like. But I like that it was an exaggerated version of high school. Like, if you go into this movie expecting to see, like, a realistic uh. portrayal of high school life, that's not this. This movie is everything's turned up to 12, and every character is zany and wacky and has this huge, huge personality where you're not getting 
realism at all here you're getting wackiness just from beginning to end and this movie doesn't care this movie's just going for the silliness and the humor at all points i like the quarterback character who just keeps saying his name it reminded me so much of steve holt from arrested development if anybody ever watched arrested development the the character who just always kept saying steve holt you have this quarterback in this movie just keeps walking around going jeff and I don't know. I, I like that. I just like you're going full on absurdity and you're not even apologizing for it. I'm a huge fan of that. Awesome. Well, Anna, what about you? Oh, man. What didn't I like about this movie? <laughs> it's probably easier, right? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I was really impressed with the writing because I was worried that I'm like, great. Are they going to talk about things that I don't get? Because I'm like, you know, one minute I'm in the know and the next minute I don't know what the heck people are talking about. But it was very, like, it. everyone who goes in there gets it. Um, Once I realized the time period, because it kind of clicked when I saw their cell phones, I was like, wait a second. Is this not, like, 2023? And I don't know. I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm in. And they played Complicated by Avril Lavigne. And I'm like, <laughs> what? what is this? What am I watching? I'm here for it. It's like my age group. But I really enjoyed the actresses, the the quarterback, Jeff. Oh, my God. He's so hilarious. I just saw saw him in another movie, and he was, like, the serious British royal prince. And now I see him in this movie where he's, like, the American quarterback. I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) he can do both. I'm here. Uh, Yeah, I love it. Uh, So, yeah, I love the writing, the the music, everything about this movie. Um, The the actresses what was the, the love interest she's my love interest now too so no, isabel yeah oh, wow she was gorgeous so <laughs> yeah again there's nothing there's not much that i didn't like i had fun from start to finish and on the fight scenes oh god <laughs> at the end i was laughing so hard because i i was like what is this that why is it so over top and why do i love it so much it was like bollywood over the top yes yes so hilarious (laughs) i want to interject here to say i keep comparing this whether i'm writing about it or talking about it now to the teen sex comedy but there's a movie that came out earlier this year called polite society which was a very bollywood influence yeah And this movie is so much like that, where it's just this extravagant, unrealistic portrayal of the world about teenagers coming of age and just having violent fights. And I loved both of these movies. Great. (laughs) Hell yes. Um, Wow. What did I like about this movie? Uh, I agree with you guys on almost everything you said. Cast amazing from top to bottom. Uh, obviously, we love Rachel Seno on this show. Not a problem. Io Idibiri. Is that how you say it? I'm not even sure. going to try. Okay. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I thought she was phenomenal in this. Uh, the two of them, I don't know how much was scripted, how much was ad-libbed, but holy shit, they had some stuff that had me absolutely rolling most of the movie. Like They would just be in, in, they would be in this, the moment of the movie, but then they would just make little, little uh, comments under their breath. I don't know if those were scripted or not, but they were absolutely hilarious. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is in this for some reason. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't know why he's in this. No, he's their uh, their teacher who's kind of a fuck up that they use to be their advisor for their fight club, and he was also hilarious in this. Um, you guys were right, both like just the whole cast, flat out the whole cast. Um, Hazel, uh, Isabel, Brittany. Jeff, the football players, Tim, the, the 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 evil football player Tim, who was gonna rat them out somehow. Like, 
just everyone is at the top of their game on top of the script being just so on point. I loved that it was a teen comedy set in high school, but it never dwelled on a certain time period. And that's something you kind of brought up, you guys, with the cell phones and stuff. But we never got things where it was focused on, oh, this happened on social media or these are like we're going to see their texts on screen or anything like that. So it didn't ground it specifically. It's kind of like when you're watching uh, Kick-Ass and he starts talking about how many MySpace followers he has. Like the movie is automatically dated yeah. um, within mm-hmm. a year. Um, and they didn't do that in this one. And I, I, I appreciated that. And I agree with you. I was a little worried because I'm like, you know, not exactly a spring chicken. But I was, uh, you know, able to <laughs> relate to what was happening, even though it was high schoolers. And I, and I, I love the movie. It had a lot of diversity in it, but it was never obnoxious or in your face. It was just like, this is... This is everybody is is in and everybody's different and but they're not different they're all fuck ups and i loved right at the beginning one of my favorite lines was when they were like you know we're, we're the weirdo gay kids but we're not the cool gay kids and the other gay <laughs> kid walks by and everybody's like hey they all love them and it wasn't that it wasn't that it wasn't about that they're because of that it was because they were losers <laughs> so it was, like either way whatever orientation they are they're just yeah they're losers right <laughs> Um, so I thought that was hilarious. I loved, um, honestly, like probably one of my favorite sequences in a movie this year. And one of the ones that had me legitimately like cackling in the movie theater was when they go to Jeff's house and they bomb his car and fucking uh, total eclipse of the heart is playing. Holy shit, dude. I was dying. And that was, that was up there. That's up there with uh, Ryan Gosling singing Matchbox 20 and Barbie. It's like my two favorite things I've seen in a movie this year that had me legitimately crying. I was laughing so hard because uh, it was just so out there. They're like, oh, we're going to get him back. We're going to do this. And she's like, you want to make a bomb? <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> and they had this fucking school shooter kid at the end. Like, <laughs> fucking I, off. I love that scene. He gets fruit spilled on him and he's like, that's it. I wasn't going to do it. But here I go. And he yeah, starts right. writing how to blow up the school. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so good. So good. And you're right. I loved the uh, fight scenes. I like the violence. One thing I liked a lot about it was, yeah, um, Josie gets the girl, but PJ didn't get the girl. And yeah. I liked that about it because it wasn't just super happy, unrealistic ending, even though it's a completely unrealistic ending. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. It, it, it had a little bit of different. They didn't just both get what they wanted out of it, um, but they did get what they wanted out of it because she ends up hooking up with Hazel. But um yeah i thought that was awesome about it and i love the fight at the end i like fucking girl wanted to kill her stepdad uh, <laughs> oh impale some guy with a sword for some reason <laughs> that <was> so brutal. <laughs> and even even the final shot of the movie you get the drone shot of uh isabel and josie are like kissing in the middle of everybody and there's just dead bodies everywhere yeah and everybody's cheering and then the fucking tree explodes <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was just a oh, weird 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 sense of humor but it was my sense of humor so it definitely like just hit on the right angle for me i just really enjoyed this movie and i thought it was hilarious and that the needle drops man the fucking total eclipse of the heart and then uh, avril lavigne like oh my god when he turned around marshawn lynch like crossed off fem- feminism on the blackboard <laughs> he's like yeah. 
forget what it said underneath it. Something like maybe this is why there's never been a woman president or something. Like, yeah, why, women yeah, be president. yeah. Why all the men have been presidents and why we need to keep it that way. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he I'm says rolling. something about like we celebrate Amelia Earhart, men fly planes all the time and don't crash. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> so good. So good. I loved when he was just in class reading a porno magazine. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> it was great. Things were happening in the background. It's just like, yeah. wait, should I be focusing on the background or listening to what they're right. saying? Right. And this is, again, it, it, this is one of those movies you're going to watch like five times. And then two years oh, from yeah. now, you're going to notice something on the blackboard or somebody in the background that um, is as hilarious as other things going on. Um, I loved that Rachel Sinnott got her fucking nose broken and she was just beat up for the whole movie. Like, Man, that was good. That, I'm sorry I called your mom. Uh, she, she called her mom like a dirty slut or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. It was great. Um, and, and, and this is one of those episodes where we're just going to gush over the movie. But, man, uh, it just hit on every level for me. So, unfortunately, we do need to talk about things that we didn't like about the movie. So, is there anything you did not like about this movie, Stu? Uh, two very minor things. One... I know it's PJ and Josie's movie, and so everything is about them and therefore about Isabel and Brittany, but they have a whole club full of characters, and I don't know, like, 60% of the characters' names or who they are or why they're there, so... This was an 88-minute movie. It was tight. It came in under 90 minutes. It was a real fast comedy. Get you in, laugh, get you out. But I did feel, especially for as much as in the third act, they're talking about like, oh, the club did this and we have to get the club together. And I'm like, bitch, I don't even know who these other people are. Why do we care about them? Do you think but that was a uh, artistic choice? Because in, the, in, in reality... PJ and Josie didn't care about the club either. They were it's just possible. trying to get those girls' pants. I mean, true. Yeah, mm. no, that's possible. But I thought for me as a viewer, I just, I kind of felt like, okay, there's eight characters that can be described as the one that just stands around. <laughs> and then the only other thing that felt weird to me was whenever Josie goes to the sage old gay lady. <laughs> Or Gay and it, Yoda. And it, it felt like we should already know who that character was. And I was watching the movie going like, did they cut a scene earlier and didn't realize they should have reshot this or something? Because she just shows up and we're not really given any explanation. And she then just later, stumbles down like a abandoned like railroad track yeah, to this lady's house. Yeah, and goes to this lady's trailer. And then later on goes up to PJ and says like, oh, I talked to Rose. And it's like, oh yeah, I am Rose, of course. Obviously. Well, they did mention they had they mentioned it but they never showed oh, did it. They? yeah yeah they, yeah, did, they did. Oh, okay. when um when they hook up um josie and what's her face she she talks about it in her room like oh like you guys have known each other for such a long time it's like yeah we had the same babysitter and that's where she mentioned oh uh, okay all yeah. right well that's fair that might have just been on me missing that line or not putting everything together i just thought like that was a weird scene and i wish we had more focus on some of the background characters but just minor nitpicky shit for this movie I love that scene when um, her gay Yoda is completely unhelpful in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing that she gives realistic, her advice. Though. Is, yeah, realistic. Realistic. <laughs> completely unhelpful, but perfect. Uh, Anna, anything you didn't like about this movie? Oh, God. I'm still gushing over the movie. Don't make me think bad things about it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think maybe like maybe the the ensemble thing how we really didn't know anybody but i kind of like used to that like pitch perfect you didn't know how people that were in that that team whatever um i i i have 
nothing in it pick, which is surprising. I always have something in it pick. Uh, even <laughs> when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, I'm mad about that. But I did not have that experience in this movie. So I'm sorry. I d- bring nothing negative to this <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I like that's it good. too much. That's good. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I really have zero nitpicks about this movie. Um, the only thing that was jarring to me, I think, was there was no title sequence. Like it just started and I kept waiting for the title to pop up and it never did. Um, so it took me maybe like 10 minutes to actually settle in because I'm like, oh, we're, this is still the opening credits. No, it's not. The movie's going. And I wish we could have seen that girl killer stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> Unless no, killing no the guy with the sword, yeah. Unless killing the guy with the sword was enough to satiate her bloodlust. Um, oh my god, that's insane! <laughs> I, like that, I like that her big problem with her stepdad is that he has movie nights. Right. Yeah, I'm like, he doesn't sound that bad. Like, what's right. going on? Right, they build that up the whole movie. Like, oh, he's molesting her. He must that's eat her or something. Like, no. What <laughs> makes her watch shitty movies? So, uh, it kind of scares me now. I think about my, <laughs> my kids. I think I made my son watch Cool Cat Fights Coronavirus a few weeks ago. So, um, yikes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I don't really have anything to complain about about this movie that it, except that it ended or yeah, that it's only playing in 700 theaters and. I'm sure it's doing fine relative to its budget. I'm sure there was never an expectation for this to be like Avengers Endgame or anything. But uh, man, I'd love to see more people check this out because I really enjoyed it. But stinks that we don't have anything to complain about. It's very weird to uh, you know have a movie that we don't want to complain too much about. But I guess the only thing to do is to rate the movie from zero to five, with five being the best and zero being the worst. Stu, what do you got for bottom? I got a 4.0 for this. I think this is great, uh, very high quality. I, I just really enjoyed it. I I will definitely watch it at least one or two more times in my life. It's the perfect length. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, I'm a Seahawks fan, so I was just happy to see Marshawn Lynch in any capacity. But uh, he's, he's great in this. I was surprised how much fun he seems to have. And even when you get to the end credits, they show that even he was riffing his own lines, which you wouldn't expect from him of all people. Like you wouldn't expect him to be a good ad libber, but uh, yeah, 4.0. I really liked it easily into the great territory. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely a fan of uh, Marshawn Lynch now running on goal from uh, (laughs) one. So I know. (laughs) (laughs) Anna, what do you got? I would have 4.6. <laughs> We're at 0.6. What puts it at <laughs> 0.01 over 4.5? I don't know. I kind of want to give it a 5, but I don't want to be too too generous. Give it a 5. Give yeah, it a 5. Yeah, you know what, 5. You know what? <laughs> whatever. It was a 5. I had a fun time. I'm sorry to the girl that was sitting in front of me who thought I was laughing too much, but I had fun. You know, How dare you laugh at this comedy? How dare I? You know? But yeah, no, th- really thinking about it, I had nothing to nitpick. And that never happens. I always have something to say. And I'm not mad about anything that happened in the movie. So, yeah, it's a five for me. All right. Well, uh, man, I got to tell you guys, this is a five out of five for me. This is my number one movie of the year right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I liked it that much. Yeah. Because you know what? And just like you said, Anna. Um, I can't have a lot to nitpick with this for even as much as I love Barbie and I thought it was hilarious. There are things that I can pick on in that movie. Whereas with this, and, and, and honestly, it might be expectations. Like I, 
I had really low, not low expectation, but I didn't have this big hype. There's no big hype behind this. There's no like months long Barbenheimer TikTok trend thing building up Barbie um, that's building up this movie. So to me, it was like, I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to have some laughs. And when yeah. I walked into the movie and it was fucking hilarious for 88 minutes, then I'm like, all right, well, this is pretty awesome. But, you know, I keep saying it. I've said it, I think, four times now. This movie's locked for number one for the year. This movie's locked. <laughs> um, so I, I, I remember I, way back when you had me on for John Wick 4. You yeah. Were like, oh, nothing's passing this. And then you've passed yeah. John Wick like three or four three times. times. Three times. Um, it's <laughs> John Wick's still in the top five. Um, it's Ooh, just. There's 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 been some great movies this year. And this is just one of those ones. I think for me, it's always the ones that sneak up on you. You know, like I'm expecting John Wick 4 to be awesome. I'm expecting Across the Spider-Verse to be awesome. I didn't really have that high expectations for this. And, and I was just blown away by how much I enjoyed it. Um, it really does feel like it was made for me. You know, it's like <laughs> hot chicks fighting, uh, you know, in high school, being mean to each other, goofy, weird sense of humor. I just, I loved it, man. Five out of five, number one movie of the year as of right now in September for me. So <laughs> that is our review of Bottoms. Maybe we got it right and maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Uh, Stu, please tell the listeners, first of all, where they can find you and all your amazing stuff. And give us a recommendation. Sure, absolutely. So you can find me on pretty much all the social media sites that exist now as SWO Productions. The website is SWOproductions.com where we have new articles every single weekday. And the podcast is The Stew World Order, where we review random comic book movies with our guests. Check that out. Uh, this week, I have Tyler Breeze, former WWE superstar, on as my guest. Very excited to have had him on. Uh, he was He was awesome to talk to, too. So I love having him on. That was great. So check that out. We talked Tank Girl of all movies. I, I got such a kick out of he pulled his three random movies and chose Tank Girl. Which is wild, because I had just made a TikTok recommending that like a few weeks earlier. My daughter was him for Halloween one year. Like you showed me the ago. picture. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Any recommendations? Anything people should check out? Besides, uh, you, obviously, all your content. Yeah, you know what I'm enjoying right now is the Dawn of DC line. Like, DC had been such a fuck-up for the last decade as far as comics go with New 52 and then Rebirth, and I never had under any idea what was going on, but they have a little Dawn of DC launch going on right now with some minis and some ongoings, and that's been pretty engaging. So if you've been waiting for DC Comics to get good again, it feels like they are hitting a stride again right now. So check out anything under the dawn of dc label awesome yeah i would agree with you uh green arrow is really good that i liked that i thought even hawk girl was pretty good not great but it set up a pretty cool um status quo for her so there's definitely some good books there night terror is pretty terrible though i gotta tell you so. <laughs> you're just comparing everything to amazing spider-man though well well yeah then everything's good uh, <laughs> 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 well thank you for coming on greatly appreciate it anna You've got a lot going on. Oh, I know. Um, you can find me on social media um, in any most social media, I think, uh, at, uh, at Anna Voltage, A-N-A Voltage, or on my other shows, the Stuff and Junk Show and Most Extreme Ranking Challenge Show. That one's on YouTube. Um, I'm also, if anybody's in California, I will be at Anime Pasadena. So 
catch me there. I'll Are you guys doing a, a panel more. there? Or? Yeah, I'm a, we're doing our most extreme panel, and then I think I'm going to be on a couple more panels. So it's going to be a very long con weekend again. So uh, other than that, I'm thinking of recommendations, and I'm like, what do I recommend? <laughs> I haven't really watched much or done much uh, lately. Um. Now, well, after watching Bottoms, I, I think I need to catch up on The Bear Season 2. So I recommend if you haven't watched The Bear, you if you watch Bottoms and you like um, the actress who played Josie. Is it Josie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely watch The Bear because that was a really good show. So I just have been lacking on Season 2. So <laughs> going to watch it now. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. I, I was going to have you on for Dune. Uh, oh. coming up in, in november but you know we gotta I'm wait so till sad. march for that now you know yeah i'm so dune sad two, about that dune mm -hmm. two colon pound sand <laughs> <laughs> so but that that will happen we'll have you back i don't know how much oscar <laughs> isaac's gonna be in it but you know oh, maybe we'll I get know. like a force ghost oscar isaac in it or something maybe. And it'll be you like, never know we can hope you can do it ride the sandworm or something <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what he would do but um yeah. yeah, well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our YouTube and Patreon content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. At, there are hours of free exclusive content there. Adam just dropped some interviews and content from Fandom Fest New York that he attended a couple weeks ago, so check that out. Uh, our Patreon, where you can monetarily support the show and, in theory, get extra exclusive content. We've had to take a few months off due to life getting before pod for once, but uh, it's coming back. We'll be back very soon, I promise. Uh, and we appreciate people continuing to support us. And I will recommend, let's see, check out the video game Starfield, which is on your Xbox or PC, because uh, that's what Aubrey was working on for the last uh, 13 months. And uh, you can see your name in the credits once you beat the game. So uh, that's pretty awesome. And, and I, if you like Fallout, it's Fallout in space. That's all you need to know <laughs> pretty much. So check it out. And, uh, of course, don't forget to check out One Piece on Netflix because that, my friends, we'll be reviewing next week on the show. But that is going to do it for episode number 474 of the So Wizard podcast in a row. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and our special guest this week, Anna for the Pop Prison Power podcast. Thank you for having me. And Stu from the Stu World Order. Yeah, thank you for having me too. Always love being on. Appreciate you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Good journey.